So this is our last session and we're going to do a practice with uh, the body parts and uh, the elements. And actually found in the first foundation of mindfulness of the body, there are six practices. And the elements are located, the practice of the mindfulness of the elements, the primary elements, the four primary elements, is uh, right after the 32 parts of the body. So in summation, again, these six practices, there's the mindfulness of the posture, mindfulness of the breath, mindfulness of uh, the clear comprehension of day-to-day -day activities. There's the 32 parts of the body meditation, the meditation on the four primary elements, and then this last practice of the mindfulness of death, different nine contemplations of uh, the decomposition of a body from the first day of, of the death of a body until it gradually turns into dust, so nine different stages of decomposition. This time, sort of actually, I've done uh, practices, uh, retreats on the mindfulness of death, because, of course, as we stay with the body, stay with uh, our, you know, death is a part of life, and so this too, we have practices to uh, include the mindfulness of death as, as a very important practice. The marana sati, the mindfulness of death. But these, these body parts, of course, we've been working with them. 20 solid parts and 12 liquid parts. And all of these parts of the body are composed of of elements, elements of solids and liquids and motion and temperature, sometimes earth, um, air, you know, earth, water, air, and, and fire. But um, I prefer the describing it more as the elements of solidity, liquidity, motion, and temperature. And this particular practice is very helpful because it begins to dissolve the sense of there being an inside and an outside, an us and a them. For all material phenomena are made of these solids and liquids and motion and temperature, if we even break those down smaller. And actually, in Buddhist psychology, there's a term called kalapas, and, and those, you could say that it's close to atoms. These are the fine points of matter that form these elements of solids, liquids, motion, and temperature, the kalapas. But all material phenomena from Buddhist psychology, broadly speaking, is made of solids and liquids and motion and temperature. And of course, each of these is found, let's say, even in a rock, for example, that has the appearance, of course, of mostly solidity, but underneath a microscope, strong enough microscope, we will find other elements in there. What seems to be so stable is actually fluid and moving. So within this solidity, there also may be some liquidity, motion, and temperature, though it may have the predominance of solidity, such as a rock. And so just sensing into the body now, we'll go through each of these elements inside us and around us, and then bringing them together. So the very sense of feeling the body making contact, if you're sitting on a chair or a cushion or lying down, 
is that point of contact touch. That's the element of solidity. This body is made of solids as well as liquids and motion and temperature. But for now, sensing into the solid, like the teeth, the bones, hardness. So sensing into that quality of solidity that's inside the body. And of course, it's also found in the natural world as I hit this bookcase behind me. A sense of solidity internally and externally. And that wall of separation may begin to dissolve some. Solids in the body are part of the solids that are found in the natural world and hardness, like a hard as a knocking on a rock or a tree or a car or cement. Solids in the natural world, solids within the body, in the teeth, the bones, the weight. Such a sensing into solidity, solidness, like the earth inside and around. The solids within are solids that are found outside as well in the sense of uh, being so separate from them they begin to lessen. The element of solidity, the earth element. All of these solid parts have that earth element inside them. And interwoven within the solidity is also the elements of liquidity, like the saliva in the mouth, the tears, the blood, the moisture, the bile, the phlegm, mucus, synovial fluid, all these different fluids within the body and also these fluids that are found in the natural world, the oceans, the lakes, the ponds, the rivers, the creeks, the sap within the plants, the 
So sensing internally the sense of liquidity within and externally the liquidity that's part of the natural world and perhaps in time the sense of internal and external begins to dissolve or lessen. Liquidity within the body, within the natural world. This body is made of liquidity. It's interwoven with the solidity. Just sensing the solids and liquids within the body and within the natural world. The solids is the mountains, the trees, the buildings, the hardness, the liquid is the oceans, the rivers, the sap within plants and other beings. Solidity and liquidity. And interwoven with the solidity and the liquidity is the sense of motion, this third element, this primary element, motion found within the body, such as the breath that comes in and out, the ability to ambulate, to move our limbs, the movement of digestion, be able to blink the eyes, the 230 joints in the body that move and facilitate motion. So the sense of motion, movement found in the body and of course in within the natural world with the winds. Other beings in state of movement, growth, movement, the element of air, the element of motion internally and externally and interwoven with the liquids and the solids. This time shining the light on motion internally and externally. So sensing it in the body, you can feel it breath coming in and out, other places, motion, 
Maybe outside you're hearing sounds coming and going, motion, winds. So interwoven with the motion is the liquids and the solids. And also there's the sense of this fourth primary element of temperature, the sense of warmth or coolness. Just sensing internally within the body, the variance of temperature, warmth or coolness, and of course in the natural world, this thermal element, temperature variation. Within the body itself, internally, the sense of temperature and externally within the natural world, temperature. And just to explore how that these elements can come together even for example inside the nostrils where we can experience all four elements and of course other places in the body but for example in the nostrils as you breathe in and out wherever you feel that contact point that touch of the air that's the element of solidity the solidness, so sense into the nostrils. As you breathe in, you'll feel the air rubbing up against something, that something is solidity. And as you breathe out, the 
is the solidity element. As you continue to breathe out in and out normally and naturally, for me, for example, I can feel a lot of wetness in my nose, but for some it may not be so wet, but the nose often is occupied with some wetness, and there's the element of liquidity. And as you breathe in and out, just that sense of the motion. The breath comes in, it goes out, the element of motion is right there. And as you breathe in and out, as you breathe in, feel the temperature of the air as you breathe in through your nostrils. And then after it goes into your body, and as you breathe it out, feel the temperature as you exhale. For many of us, as we breathe in, we'll sense and feel directly that the air is a little cooler. And as you breathe out, it's a little bit warmer. Temperature. So right here in the nostrils and of course all over the body with these elements of solids and liquids, motion and temperature. And these are also of course found in the natural world that's part of the solids and the liquids and the motion and the temperature. And the sense of separation may begin to dissolve somewhat. The separation between in and out, you and me, us and them, inside and outside, perhaps begins to dissolve somewhat the understanding that all of this is made of solids and liquids and motion and temperature and you're part of this. The dissolving of our sense of separateness, narcissism, egocentricity, even the sense of individual self. We get into a, the selfless nature of solids, liquids, motion, temperature, here and everywhere. Just being part of the family of things, if you will, without separation. 
it's part of this constellation of solid and liquid and movement and temperature dissolving that sense of separation which is really just an illusion the notion of separateness and we're made all of us of the same stuff of solids and liquids and motion and temperature here and everywhere So I'll just offer a very beautiful reading by Anne Alexander Bingham. It's called It Is Enough. She writes, to know that the atoms of my body will remain and to think of them rising through the roots of a great oak to live in leaves, branches, and twigs or perhaps some of these atoms will feed a crimson peony or a blue iris or a broccoli. Or perhaps some of these atoms will rest on water that freezes and thaws with the seasons. And some of these, some of these atoms might become a bit of a fluff on the wing of a chickadee. To feel the breeze, to know the support of air, and some of these atoms might drift up and up and up and up and up into space. Stardust returning from whence it came. It is enough to know that so long as there is a universe, I am a part of it. It is enough to know that so long as there is a universe, I am a part of it. So feeling that sense, that invitation of being part of it. And just as you breathe in, just sense that this air, this oxygen that we're breathing is metabolized, it's gifted from the plant world. And in reciprocation, our exhalation nourishes the plants. That sense of interconnection and supporting, just as we were reading about feces, that 50% of the feces uh, still has uh, nutritive value and it goes back to feed the ecosystem, that we are 
connected and interconnected. So just feeling that sense of giving and receiving as you breathe in from the plant world, this oxygen as you breathe out is supporting and nourishing the plant world. We are part of this family of things. That every one of us, no more so and no less so, has every right to be here as every other sentient being. May there be reverence and sacredness to all living beings and to this earth that needs our support to come back into balance. To the beings that have been harmed and abused, may we become wise and compassionate stewards of this planet. To all the beings with each other. I once read somewhere a very wise quote that says, Peace and love is the answer. What is the question? Well, I think that's a great question. What is the question? If peace and love is the answer, extending our goodwill to those in places of strife that are homeless, that are confused, that are ill, that feel alone and scared, hungry, that feel oppressed, Sending our love to the war zones, particularly in the Ukraine and Russia, may the governmental officials find their gateways into their hearts and know that peace is the way. Opening into our hearts with great compassion, with loving kindness. This one body, this one life that we live, this vehicle that we live inside of. With great care, with great compassion. With our mindfulness growing, beginning to see through these narratives, these stories, these identifications, these beliefs, this conditioning. Perhaps beginning to experience the possibility of the unconditioned. To know the unconditioned, we need to know the conditioning and seeing through these stories that have held us hostage, that have held us back the light of awareness seeing through these conditionings these self-referencing as we bring self-awareness may all beings discover the gateways into their hearts and may they grow with greater wisdom and compassion And for the time now, just letting yourself rest in that. Such a beautiful invitation just to rest in this heart of great benevolence. If you don't have to do any work here. 
other than allowing yourself to receive, to be held. That within this universe, there's a force of great benevolence and so we invite it in and just to take rest in it. That you're enough just as you are. There's nothing that has to be pushed away or added on. Just as we are allowing ourselves to be held in great loving kindness, with compassion. And it's so boundless is this force of benevolence that invite in our near and dear ones, our family, our friends, our community, that there's plenty of room we all can just take rest in it. This heart of great loving kindness and compassion. Inviting in neighbors or acquaintances, plenty of room to invite in our community. Plenty of room to invite in this whole human community. May you take rest and be held in this loving kindness with all of the creatures as well, great and small, those that live in or on the earth, those that live in water, those that live mostly in the air, all these creatures, great and small, all human beings, even this whole planet Earth, may it just take rest and be held in this great benevolence. Even this universe, as boundless as it is, even more boundless is these qualities of benevolence, of loving kindness, that even this whole universe and all that is within it can take rest in this heart of great, kind benevolence, just being held in this goodness of the heart. The whole universe taking rest in the heart of loving-kindness. May all beings dwell with peace.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.